Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's open it up to the media. Matt, who are we picking first? Let's go with Jerry Mills first. Thank you. Hi, Amir. How you doing? I'm all right. Thank you. Good. Thanks. Excellent. So um, this will be your first fight in nearly three years. And I was just wondering, do you consider leaving the sport during that time? And also, what brought you back? So what brought me back was when all this talk was happening about the Cowboy fight, and it just kind of motivated me to say, look, um, I want to I, I wanna just shut him up. And I want to really put a beating on him and show the public who the better fighter is. I mean, through COVID, when I was, when everything was opened up, back up, open again, everywhere I would go, people would talk about the Kelbrook fight. I mean, when you're fighting Kelbrook, when are you going to beat him? When are you going to put him in his place? I used to be like, I don't need to beat him because, you know, I know, I know I'm the better fighter. But people are like, nah, but we want to see that fight. We want to see you beat him. And that kind of gave me that push, you know, to go and make that fight happen. So obviously, a big thank you to uh, Sky and, and Boxer for making this happen. I mean, Without Ben, I don't think this fight would have happened. Ben went out there out of his way and made this fight happen. I got Maz, who was dealing on my side, who was speaking to me while I was traveling, said, Amir, do you want the fight with Kel? I said, 100%, I want the fight. But it just obviously, it's never happened. And the reason why it's never happened is because of few little things that we'd never really uh, agree on. So what we did this time, I just I, I had to go there. And the weight was one issue. Obviously, I was never happy making one for uh, making one for nine. But obviously, I agreed to it because I said, "Look, I look the bad one." When I say that I'm not going to do the fight because it's not a one for seven, then people are like, "Oh, two pounds," but two pounds makes a massive difference. You know, people don't understand that, especially when you're cutting weight. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead with it. I'm going to go ahead with it. We're going to make the fight happen, and I agreed on everything that they wanted. And I'm glad that Sky was on board, and also Ben was on board, and he listened and he went and executed it. So. I'm glad is we've got we've got here now, and we're only four weeks away from the fight now. Where, you know, we're both going to be in the ring, and people are going to get to see the fight they want to see. That's great. Thanks, Amir. Good luck in the fight. Thank you very much. 
Let's go to Jonathan Pinfield now. I'm here. We spoke to Kel earlier today and he told us that he thinks you're a blagger. He says you've been blagging your career for quite a while now, so I'd like your thoughts on that. And he's also said that he thinks that you're taking the fight is so that you can buy a bigger house in Dubai. So I was wondering, are there easier ways for you to uh, get the money to buy a, a house in Dubai? Or is fighting Kel probably the easiest option for you to get that mansion? Look, to be honest with you, I've got mansions and, I've, and, and God's been kind. I've got the money and I've got mansions and I can go out and literally buy anything I want when I want as well. So I don't have that problem. You have to remember, I've been in the game a very long time. I've the biggest names and I've made a lot of money. I've made more money in other fights than this fight against Kel. I mean, I've, so to, for Kel to say that, you, that just shows that bitterness he has. It's jealousy. It's pure jealousy. Look, end of the day, this is a fight I'm doing for the public. I'm not doing it. I mean, look, okay, fine, we're prize fighters. Yes, we need to get paid when we fight. But look, end of the day, I was offered more money. No disrespect to Sky. I was offered more money from um, Eddie Hearn but I turned that I turned that down and obviously I was obviously I, it was up to me to say which TV deal I go with and which broad, and which promoter I go with I end up going with Sky because I think Sky is the best platform for this fight that everyone will get a chance to see me fight now if it was to do with the money I think I would have definitely gone with it Eddie Hearn but then that means less people are going to see the fight it's not going to be more promoted the same way as Sky so that's the reason I went with Sky. I think, look, with Sky, with, with uh, Kel, sorry, is that he's always had that bit of jealousy. He's always had that bit of chip on his shoulder. And look, I've, I've gone my own way. What I've done in the sport boxing, like, I've, I've surpassed whatever he, he's ever done in, in boxing. So he can never, I mean, he's going to hate me for that. But look, uh, I, it's more jealousy than anything. And sorry, what was the other question you said? I think there was another part to that question. You're on mute. Back on mute. Was there another part to that question? I think you're on mute. We can't hear him. Matt, do you want to get, get someone else? Yeah, let's go with uh, Laurie. And sure. Hi, Mir. Hope you're doing well. I'm with Behind the Gloves. Um, Amir, you're known for being a slick fighter with like lightning speed uh, reflexes. Um, but on the other side of that coin, so is Kel Brook. He's, he's kind sure. of known for being quick too. So sure. tell me, what is the game plan going into this fight? And, and how do you imagine this fight playing out? What will you do in that ring um, come February 19th just to ensure that your hand is raised at the end and your name is called? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we have a very similar style where he's very explosive at times. Uh, I don't think he has the same work rate as me um, or, 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 you know, punches as many times or has the same speed as me. So I have that advantage over him. Um, honestly speaking, I don't think Kel has a chin or even could take a good shot. I think he his punch resistance is gone, literally gone. And um, I honestly believe 
that he's doing this fight just for that payday. I'm doing it for the public, giving the fans what they want. Because I always will, I, I always thought that if I didn't take this fight, I'll always have people saying to me that you never fought Kel, you never fought Kel. It'll always be said to me, he's doing this for that payday. I mean, look, a guy who's had the beating and for the beatings he's taken for the very little money, this fight against me is the biggest payday he's ever going to have. So obviously, he's not, he's a businessman as well. I'm sure he wants to make sure that he makes, he, he knows he's going to be making big money fighting me. And he's willing to risk the damages he's got in it on his body for the, for that for that payday. And um, look, I hope he is ready and he's going to give me a good fight. The way he's talking, I mean, the way he's saying things is, you know, that he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna beat me. He's gonna do this and do that. I'm, I hope he does. I hope he tries to, but I just don't see him doing anything. Thank you, Amir. Thanks. Let's go with Boxing UK now. Hi, Amir. It's Steve from Boxing UK. Hi, Steve. You all right? Hi, Amir. Amir, earlier, Kel was talking about the animosity that he has for you. Yeah. Um, he talked about he still won't shake your hand. Can, can you tell us a little bit about your personal feelings towards Kel? And once this yeah. is done and dusted, are you shaking hands? Look, you know, um, with me, I mean, look, I'm a sportsman and end of the day, look, yeah, we don't like each other and, and there is bad blood there. But to be honest with you, I don't really know where it started from. And I think it's more to any, more, more than anything, it's, I think it's just pure jealousy, really, with what I've done in my career and he thinks that he should have been where I was. But what got me to where I was is hard work and dedication and discipline and focused. We know that with Kel, he's one of them type of fighters that once he goes off the rails and he's after a fight, he'll go on a piss up and he'll go He'll go missing for a couple of weeks, put on loads of weight. I mean, you see the difference in the two of us. When I was, it was quite funny when um, his his uh, coach um, was Ingle said to, um, Dominic Ingle said that our oh, Amir's not been training, whereas Kel has. And I mean, I didn't even know how to. I didn't even have to question that because or give an answer to him for that because. When you look at the two of us, there's a big massive difference in who's been training and who ain't been training. I mean, he looked like a well overweight, unhealthy, like he's come off from a night out fighter. Whereas with me, I've been training for the last couple of months and I've been just tick keeping myself ticking over. And when you look at two fighters, you just look at the skin color, you look at the you look at the eyes, you look at the, the body shape, you look at the, the frame, you see who the real fighter is and who's not the real fighter. And you know who the fighter is who's been training. So all this, I think what Kel are saying now is just to kind of get under my skin or maybe somehow kind of put them back uh, in, a, in a position where people can start believing that they have a chance of winning this fight. Look, Kel has no chance of winning this fight. And I can honestly say that to you. Come Feb 19th, I am going to destroy him. And, and it's, going to be, it's going to be a masterclass and it's going to be the way I destroy him as well. He'll never, I, don't, I think he will need to retire after that. This will be his last fight. Good luck on the 19th, Amir. Thanks. Thank you. Right, let's go to Keith Fraser. Yeah, hi. Keith Fraser, seconds out. Good evening, Thank Amir. Um, look, um, many well-known pundits, many well-known boxers, past and present, have said for years, you don't want to fight Kale Brook. 
you're running mm. scared, certainly of the Kell Brook that beat Sean Porter over there mm. in the States. Let's get, get down to, to the nitty gritty. Is the reason that you now wanted to take this fight because you feel, particularly after Brook's performance against Crawford, where, as you said, he got knocked out by a jab, you feel Brook is finished and therefore now's the time for you to take him? Okay, so, um, you know, when, when Brook was fighting against a Porter and he beat, he got that win against Porter, which was a brilliant win. It's a very close fight, got the win. Uh, become a world champion. See, at that time, we was campaigning. Uh, I think I was with... Uh, I was... I was oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. Are you still there? Sorry. Yeah, I was with Al Heyman at the time. And uh, so... Or with Golden Boy, one of the two I was with. And I know that um, the name was getting out there where, I mean, you should fight Kel now. He's a world champion. But I was already campaigning and I was on a different route. I was fighting. I had, I was, I had world titles as well. I was fighting the big names in America. I was campaigning and fighting in America. I always knew that the Cal Brook fight was always going to be there. You know, I knew that it was always going to be there for me. And so that's the reason I didn't think it needed to happen at the time. Not because I was scared. I mean, if you look at the opposition and the people I've faced, you know, I've faced some tough and hard fighters. I mean, a fighter like Devin Alexander, who Kel did not want to fight when, when, he was told that many times that they said that fight was supposed to be made, but Kel didn't want to fight Devin Alexander. Now, obviously, this is what Devin Alexander's team also said at the press conference when we were when I was fighting him. Um, there's other fighters I fought who probably like Canelo, for example. So I just thought that the way I've 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 planned my career, I think it was just perfect the way I did things. And look, the main thing is is that now it's here. The fight is here, and not because I'm taking the fight because. Um, well, yeah, then again, you always you always look at your opponent and think, how good was he in his last fight? Kel looked terrible. On a serious note, he looked terrible. And if that same Kel Brook turns up to fight me, I think I don't see go, I don't see the fight going past three, four rounds. So I mean it's a business and a day, but at the same time, beating a Kel Brook now or beating him five years ago, I don't think it makes a difference. When 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 people read that on my resume, oh you fought Kel Brook. They're not going to look what when I fought Kelbrook or what year that was. So really, um, I don't think that matters now. Uh, to me, it doesn't really matter. Uh, to me, it probably it's probably better now fighting him now than then because he's al- he's already half broken. So, but this is a fight that everyone, everyone wants to see. I mean, everyone has wanted to sit for years, but now yeah. you've taken the fight. Surely, you'd rather face the Brook that 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 lost to uh, Terence Crawford than the Brook that beat Sean 100%. Porter. That's I mean, look, the bottom I'm, line. hundred percent. Look, it's a business. I'm, I, and it's a business. This sport is. And hundred percent. Why not? I mean, he's still Cal Brook, isn't he? And he's still the guy who still talks, he still talks the same. He still feels the same way about fighting me. And he still feel, feels that he can still beat me. But maybe I just don't think he has it in him. He's not the same Cal Brook he was before. So I'll be honest there, a couple of years ago, he would have given me a harder fight, for sure. But now, I think he has no, he doesn't have a chance. Just a reminder, guys, if you want to um to ask a question, just to, to raise your hand in the reactions. Let's go to Josh Challies now. Hi, Amir. Um, I spoke to Kel Brook earlier, and you spoke about the 
the crowd in Manchester. Um, obviously, you're going to have a hometown support there. How do you think that's going to impact the fight at all? Um, I think with both of us, really. I mean, Kel's gone over to America and won a world title uh, out of country. So really, I don't think he's got much to worry about, really. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, look, we are professional fighters now. I think at a stage of our career now, we, we know what it's like to fight in, a, in an arena where your, your opponent might have more fans than you, or you might be in an arena that you might have more fans in. It doesn't really matter because once you're in that ring, you're on your own, you know, and uh, you just have your trainers there to listen to. I, I, it's never really made a difference to me. I've never really, um, it's never affected me in any way. Um, but if he feels that it's more my hometown and also uh, I have the bigger fan base, then, you know, I'm sure he'll want to work hard and he'll want to, that should be motivation for him to go out there and beat me, you know, in front of my home fans and do a job on me. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Let's go to Jerry Mills. Thank you. Um, so your style has always been built around tremendous speed, tremendous hand speed. I was wondering, as you've got older, is that something somewhere that you feel you've had to adapt your style at all? Or will you still be relying on your, your old quickness to, to beat Kelvin? Yeah. I'm not going to rely on my speed, no, because I, I think we need a little bit more than speed to win this fight. You know, uh, we know that Kel has decent timing. We know he's a, he's, a, he's a good boxer himself as well and has decent speed himself as well and power. But I think when it comes to what I've learned in these last couple of months being here, I think it's about knowing the right positionings, knowing when to throw the right shots at the right time, and also working on a little bit more power, sitting down on more shots, and um, and, and 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 having a game plan that you're going to stick with through the whole whole fight. Because and sometimes when you told a game plan, it's a game plan that you're you have to do and you have to kind of think about sticking to. But this is a game plan for the Cal Brook fight, which I don't have to think about. It's part of the training regime that we've been doing every day. So it's going to come so naturally. That's great. Thanks, Amir. Thanks. Let's go to Ben Davies now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, hi, Amir. I uh, hope you're well. Um, I just wanted to ask, um, Kel Brooks said there's a rematch clause. Um, I just wanted to ask your point of view on that and if that's something you may consider activating after the first fight. I mean, I think the beating that Kel's going to take, um, I don't think he'll want to have a rematch, to be honest with you. Um, but look, it is there. And obviously, uh, as, as, as both fighters now, 
know, we 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 looked at this fight and thought, if it's such a good fight, last thing we want is having issues of doing a rematch. So why not put it in there? And um, so that way we know exactly there will be a rematch as well if it's such a good fight and it's such a competitive and a close fight. But the way I look at it is I don't think it will be. I think it'll be a one-sided fight where I don't think there'll be need for a rematch. Cool, thanks, mate. Good luck. Thank you. Let's go to Nick Purwell now. Hi, mate. Just on that, because um... Kel was kind of talking about how you know he's feeling good and 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 he he'd been thinking about um, uh, you know, hoping that he can he can keep going on beyond this fight. Do, do you yeah. feel similarly then? Because obviously, you, you know, you're saying yeah, you're in great shape and you feel yeah. good. And in a way, the break that you've had, uh, can that extend your career beyond this then? Because it, it seems like you'll so. be fresh again. Yeah, no, definitely. I think so. And, you know, with the break I had, obviously it was a, it was a long break. And, um, you know, even when I, when I started to train again, it was really, really hard. And as I mentioned earlier, when I came into... Colorado and I came to Omaha last time I found it really hard and I thought how am I going to do this how am I going to do two sessions a day every day and on Saturday and Sunday you do one session a day I thought, how am I going to do that there's no days off you have but the body is so smart that obviously I'm coping with it I've done five weeks of training already and I feel so much stronger and I've never felt this strong in my life and I, and I do feel that I've got a lot left in me even after this fight I think I will have a few more fights left in me where you know, I'm, I'm even like the way I look at it is and what gave me more confidence was when I was running, when I was training with the younger fighters who are at the peak of their career, who are world champions or, or getting to becoming world champions uh, and having, having that in, 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 their, in, their, in their sight. That they want to become world champion. I'm outrunning them. I'm outsparring them. I'm out work, the work rate I have is, out, is, is outpointing them. So I'm thinking, wow, if I'm doing this against some young fighters who are fresher than me, because at the end of the day, look, I am 35 and I've been to, I've been in a lot of wars. My body has had a lot of beating. So, but still I can, I can still manage and I can still cope with it. Look, when you look at, when you look at my, 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 my life outside of boxing, I think I live a reasonable, clean life. And I think that's what's going to help me going into this fight as well. Even though being 35, Kel is a very similar age to me. I think with Kel's lifestyle is very different. We live two opposite lifestyles. I live that clean lifestyle. I'm a family man. I spend time with my family and I, I don't drink alcohol. So I'm a, I live that clean life. Whereas with Kel, I don't think he does. I think Kel does go, he goes missing for a couple of days. He goes on a, on a bender and stuff like that. Where there's a difference in the way you look at him. I mean, if you looked at him, if you saw him at the press conference, you would see in him how unfit, unhealthy he looked. Is that really going to, is he going to be in the best condition in 10 weeks? Whereas with me, I've been training for the last couple of months. So, but yeah, I mean, look, time will tell. Let's go to Jonathan Pinfield. I mean, Kel said that when he's watched you in the ring previously, he's described it like watching Bambi on ice. And he's questioned your chin. Do you think a deciding factor in the fight could be who's got the best punch resistance? And um, just going back to the Bambi comment, are there any Disney or cartoon characters that you were uh, seeing, Cal Brook? No, I mean, I think, look, Cal's going to try to... Look, we know that Cal's not the best of speakers. You know, the, the amount of shit he comes out with. 
and the shit he talks. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing about him, which had, which, which maybe is one of the reasons the fight never really happened because the crap he comes out with doesn't make sense where he ends up suffering from not having that fight. But now he's going to give him that opportunity where now it's time with all the rubbish he says is for me to punch him in his face and put him in his place the proper way. You know what I mean? I mean, in front of my face, he shits himself. When it comes to me, if, and if he's a man, he'd say it straight to my face, but he never says that straight to my face because he is man enough and he knows deep down himself that he can't beat me. You get me? So he's going he's gonna to say things behind the, behind the camera. He's going to say things when he's not near me. But I mean, look, he can say what he wants. Look, I know one thing, one, 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 I know one thing for a fact that I will knock him out and I will, and I will put him asleep. And he can say what he wants yeah, I mean, all this about punch resistance, not taking a punch. I mean, the guys who have put me down have been good uh, fighters with, with, with good knockout percentages. You know what I mean? And no disrespect to that. I mean, I, I put my hand up and say, fine. But the beating he's taken um, and, and the way he's been hurt himself, and that was recently as well against Crawford. I'm like, yo, this guy really needs to think twice what he's saying. I mean, yeah says things to promote a fight, but you're making you're gonna make yourself look more stupid by saying all this, you know. Let's go to Ryan Elliott now. Hi Amir, thank you for joining us. Uh, just one question from me. Going back to Manchester for this fight, you fought all over the world, but obviously Manchester, particularly earlier in your career, is somewhere that was very special for you. How much does it mean to you now this fight is happening to take it somewhere that holds a place close to your heart? I mean, Manchester is one of the places where I've had my first defeat and then I won a world title there as well. So I've, I've had good and, good and bad. But to be honest with you, it's been more good for me than, than bad because I think that loss that I had against Prescott for the first time was probably a blessing in disguise for me because it, it made me work harder. It brought my feet back down to earth. And, you know, and, and I think I needed something like that at that time because I was... I thought I was the best. I was going to become a world champion, do this, do that. But then obviously that was like a wake-up call for me to come back and sort myself out. Now, then from then, then on, I went and won a world title there. I've had some great performances uh, since then in Manchester Arena. And I love the arena. It's close to home. Um, I do have a lot of fans and a lot of people who support me from that area. So it'll feel like, it feels at home to me. It's like second home to me, really, because I live in Bolton. I'm literally 20 minutes away from Manchester, so I'm, I'm quite happy that the fight's there. And look, one thing about Manchester is I think it has, it has to be one of the best arenas out there because, you know, you've got hotels close by, you've got everything close by. For, for fans, it's the right location. And it just shows how quick the arena sold out within minutes. So, yeah, that's, um, that's Manchester for you, man. Let's go to Matt into boxing. Hi, Amir. I hope you're well. Hi, Amir. You're right. I was. Um, you talk about this being, um, obviously, the business decision when you're making the fight. Would the business decision um, would have been to make the fight, you know, four or five years ago? Because we talk about this fight that potentially could have filled out Wembley Stadium at the time. Yeah. Would that not have been sort of the better business decision? Probably would have been, yeah. But then, you know, you just don't know how things can turn out, you know, and things go from there. I really wanted to campaign and make a name, in my, a name for myself in America. So I was doing a lot of fights in America at that time. And then, obviously, I did waste a lot of time on when I was chasing Mayweather and the Pacquiao fight. So I did waste some time there. I mean, if I could change some few things, that might be one of the things I 
would have changed to have that fight early. But look, regardless, I think it's it's good that it's come now as well because people still know that it's going to be a hell of a fight. Absolutely. Well, good luck, Amir. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Gareth A. Davies, you had your hand up and it come down. Do you want to ask a question? I, I would. Um, good evening, Amir. How are you? Gareth, how are you? Good, thanks. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Can I go back to Disney characters, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, elicited a great answer from you. Um, does Sleeping Beauty come to mind, maybe? I mean, that's because it's called Kelly, if you want, yeah, because, I mean, he's one of them guys who always... I mean, the way he comes out with things, he comes out with things like he's like he's the best out there who can take the best shot and he can he's never been put down himself he's never been put asleep himself come on wake up man I mean he, I think see I, and I don't like getting into stuff like that because I just think that it becomes like a cut fight really then it becomes a it's, it's it, it, I'm not I'm not that type of guy you know what I mean calling him this calling, calling names and stuff I just find it quite quite funny really and hilarious that he's He's, he's come to a stage where for him to promote this fight now, or he's probably lost of words now that he's coming out with some bloody Disney characters now. Uh, can I just quickly add to that? So are, are you less emotional than he is about this fight? Well, definitely. Definitely. Look, my job is just to go in there and do what I do best. With Kel, he's very emotional because he's wanted this fight for a very long time. He's very emotional because he's seen my career do so well in America, come back to UK, sell uh, arenas. And have you know, and and make a lot of money in the sport. So yeah, I do feel where he's coming from. He's going to be very emotional, but you know, it's hard work and his hard work, dedication. Also, he keeps mentioning about the Olympics that I was. I went to Olympic Games. I went to Olympics because I was I was good to I was the best out there to go to Olympics. I mean, I qualified. The whole team that we had, no one else qualified. If he was really good, that good of a fighter, he would have been picked over me. But he never was because I was always the better fighter. Even now, as a, as a professional, I've achieved a lot more than him. I've done better than him as a, in my career. And, and financially, I've made a lot more money than him because I'm a better fighter. And that's what he needs to understand. But he's very emotional on that, saying that, why did I get these opportunities where really it wasn't me getting these opportunities because of I'm a nice guy. It was because my skill, skills uh, talk for itself. I'm going to catch you in a little while. I think we've got another little talk after. All right, careful. Let's go to Adam Smith now. Hey, Amir, how are you? Adam, how are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very excited about four weeks' time. Um, a, couple of things, <laughs> a couple of things. Um, one, Kel was saying earlier that it means more to him, this fight, that um, I think, you know, he's seen your career and he doesn't think it means this specific fight as much to you as it does to him that he's been chasing it more than you have. Um, just your reaction to that. And also with Bomac, um, you've been for a lot of trainers over the years from Oliver Harris and Dean Powell, Freddie, Joe, Virgil, et cetera. How, how can you get the right game plan in place in such a short period of time? And if things do go wrong in the fight, are you convinced you've got the right guy in the corner there for you? Yeah, I definitely think I've got the right guy in the corner going into this fight, Bormack is, is a very good trainer. I mean, the way he breaks down a fight, I mean, what gave me the indication of choosing someone like Bormack was the way, he, when I fought Crawford, the way they were making me miss, the way they fought me, 
the way they were, even though I might have had a few injuries, but I'm not going to talk about the injury side of it, but I'm just saying the way they had that game plan. And from watching my whole amateur career, from watching my whole professional career, seeing the small little um, points or the mistakes I make and capitalizing on that. I mean, why is Crawford one of the best out there? Because he's, it's a team thing. If he was on his own with a normal medium trainer, I don't think he'll be in this position. It's because it's his team. He has a really good team around him who kind of push him, motivate him, but do all the behind the scene work. So when they go into the gym with him, they tell him exactly what to do. Now, that's what they're going to do with me. Now, why I thought it was a brilliant idea to be with them is because they know me inside out. They watched so much videos of me when they were fighting me that they know my style, how to improve me, make me a better fighter. Secondly, they know Kell Brook as well. They fought Kell Brook. They beat Kell Brook. So they know Kell really well. So it's not there's two fighters, myself and Kell, who they not they don't know much of. They know a lot about us. So that was one of the, um, one of the ideas to be with him. But then to train here in altitude and the way he trains his fighters, it, show, it, it tells me now why Crawford is pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world. Because they really push the fighters. I mean, I remember coming um, a couple of months ago when I saw Jamel training and I was like, oh my God, like this guy's a beast and they're going to have me doing that. And thinking about it now, when I was thinking about it then, I was like, how am I going to do this? Because I've never been pushed from like Virgil or Freddie or anyone like this. They, and, and at the same time, what was in my mind was, I'm getting older. So is my body going to cope with it? I'm going to start getting, I'm going to start getting injuries. But guess what? I mean, the body is so smart where, you know, I, I didn't think I had it in me to do it, but guess what? I came I came through it. I feel stronger, the best ship I've ever been. And I'm doing everything that the other guys like Jamel Crawford do and the other fighters do. And I, I'm giving it my all as well and pushing it hard as well. So that's one thing I've realized that, you know, I can do it still and I can push myself right to the limit where... I'm out beating the young fighters. I'm out sprinting them. I'm out. I'm, I'm beating them in this long distance. I'm sparring. I'm sparring them. Doing the four minute rounds of sparring. I was so scared of the four minute round sparring. I'm thinking, how am I going to do that? Because four minutes, three minutes is hard. Let alone another minute on top of that. Four minute rounds of sparring, thirty second breaks. I'm finding it easier now. So, and Bomax with his game plan is giving it. It's sticking in there because I respect the guy so much. He beat me. He beat, uh, he beat me with Crawford. He beat Kel with Crawford. So he must have, he must know something and he must be good at setting a game plan. So that's why I'm so, I have so much respect for him. So whatever he tells me to do, I do. And sorry, what was the first question, Adam? Just that Kel said that it means so much more to him. Oh, yeah. So you know what? He might think that I'm going into this fight like it doesn't mean anything to me. This means everything to me, my legacy, my my whole boxing career, because I have to win this fight. If this is one of my last big fights, I want to make sure I shine. I look good in it. I don't want to be remembered as a fighter who was really good when in in his mid age, and then as he got older, he just kind of fell off the, fell off, fell off. I mean, no, I don't want to be one of the fighters. I don't want to be known for one of them fighters, and I and I have to win this fight. I have to go into this fight because this is such a big grudge match in the UK. And I walk the streets in the UK. I live there. And being a name as well, and being on the TV shows and being um, having my own TV shows and stuff, the name always gets mentioned about Kel Brook. And I won't be able to live with that. That's why I have to make sure I go into this fight and win this fight. 
I can't have him um, thinking that I'm not focused. I'm more focused than any other fight I've ever had because, like I said, I cannot lose this fight. Thanks, Amir. Thank you, Adam. All right, we're going to go to October Red now. Hi, good afternoon, Amir. Uh, Abs Hi. from October Red Boxing, nice to finally get to speak to you. Uh, all you, the best you on your up-and-coming match. But one of the things I wanted to touch on, and it sort of like follows on from what Adam said, it's about the trainer, the continuity yeah. with the trainer. You've mentioned, obviously, yeah. that Crawford's uh, trainer has had Crawford when he's beat the both of you. Correct. He's obviously embedded with that with his fighter. Correct. Kel has sort of like uh, alluded to the fact that he has been with his trainer from the beginning. He's got that continuity. He believes that you having another trainer yet again will serve as a disadvantage. Yeah. What are your okay. thoughts on that? My thoughts to that is this now. You know, when you're with a trainer, uh, who like for, like a Bomak, who's one of the best trainers in the world. He's training the likes of Crawford and yeah. Jamel Heron and even Shakur Stevenson. You don't want to come in a camp like this and not give it your all. You have to show them that you still have it in you to perform at the best. Now, I know for a fact that if I went back to Virgil Hunter, I'm going back in my comfort comfortable zone. I'm going to be comfortable with him. I know how easy it's going to be. I know for a fact when I'm here with Bomak and the guys, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not chilled. I'm not like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go and do this. I'll get away with doing this. I can't get away with anything. I've got two trainers watching me 24-7. When I'm in that gym, when I step in that gym, there's always someone watching me. One watching my feet, one watching my hands, one watching uh, the game, one making sure I'm sticking to the game plan. Whereas with Kel, he can, he, he, he'll have it, he'll have it a little bit easier because he'll find it more comfortable working with, working with a trainer like uh, Dominic because he's been with him for so long he knows how the system works see for me it's not like that because I know for a fact if I'm not training hard here they tell me to go home or they, they lose that respect for me the way you, the way one thing I realise is when you get a new trainer you have to earn your respect and the way you earn your respect is by training hard working hard and sparring these tough guys I've come to America I'm in Colorado Springs I'm sparring these tough young fighters who Crawford spars with who uh, Jamel and another guy spar with they're sparring with me now now I have to make sure I look really good against them because I want I'm a, I still I still see myself as one of the top guys out there so and I, and they still they still obviously when they see me uh, they still know that Amir is such a big name they have that respect for me and I could see that when I first ever walked into that gym like everyone's eyes lit up oh, Amir Khan's here and they're taking pictures of me now for me that kind of put a little bit of pressure on me because I have to perform now to show these people I still have it in me and why they want to take a selfie with me, why they want to take a picture with me, why they want to allow me to train with them is because they remember me being good, but I have to still be good and I have to still stick of being the best out there. So um, so that's, that's, what's, that's what my um, aim was to come here is to have that still in me that, look, I have to prove to them that I belong here. Otherwise, there's been many fighters that want to come here and train here, but they've said no to them. So I had to work hard and show them that I, st I'm st I still have it in me to belong in this training camp. Last thing they want is, after they've, they've got pound for pound best fighters in the world, they've got people like Shakos training here, who, the, who in the future will be pound for pound, in my opinion. Last thing they want is having someone like a beat-up guy to come here 
and 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 it puts the team down. Nah, I can't do that. You know, I, they don't. They wouldn't do that. They got too much. They got too much pride, and and it's good for me to uh, know that because it makes me train hard. I like that. It's like the philosophy of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable to keep your razor sharp. Hundred percent. All the like, best. No, I, I understand what you're saying. There is it's true because I you remember when I used to do training camps with like Virgil Hunter and other trainers who you used to, and it becomes easy because you know exactly what to do. You know the days off you're having. Hey, I've had no days off. Like I've had some days off, half days off. I've had some easy days and some hard days. I just don't know what to expect with these guys. You know, I mean, every day is a different day. Whereas with Freddie and other coaches, I used to know what to expect. So you become comfortable with that. I'm not, I'm very uncomfortable here. You know, but it's tough as bringing the best out of me. Awesome. Right. Thank you very much for your time. I think that's where we'll wrap it. Apologies if you didn't get to ask a question. Um, we'll have plenty more opportunities to speak with Amir over the next few weeks. That Amir, any, anything you want to say to Kel? Look, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't like speaking and, 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 and saying I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I think come fight night, um, you know, I think I will uh, definitely earn that respect from him. I know he keeps saying he's got no respect for me. And, and you know, for me, obviously, I, I, I at, the, at the stage where when we used to have that talk, there was talks about me fighting him. And it was more banter for me. It was because... I knew that I was with a different promoter. The fight would not happen. I was campaigning in America. So I just said, yeah, you know, it could happen one day, but I don't want to fight him. He has to do this. I mean, look, it's happening now. The main thing is happening now. And with all that talking he's been doing for years, saying that he wants to fight me, this is a time for him to show and prove that why he wanted that fight. Amir, good luck with the rest of your camp. We'll catch up soon. I'll see you in fight week. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks. Take Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.